Either the love it, the underdogs on top. Either the love it, the underdogs on top. What's going on, folks? This is Underdog Hockey Pod, and welcome to another episode. It is I, the host of The Most, Kurt, and I'm once again joined by Brad. Who loves cold opens. And Tyler, who's wearing a, a hideous, hideous shirt this evening. Rockin' a Hab shirt after they destroyed, destroyed the, the New York fav- Islanders the heavily 6-2 tonight. Yeah, it was a... Okay, can we please open these? I'm so thirsty right now. All right. Kurt, you're on the piss again. I like that, it. That I am. That I am. My, my February was fun. It was a good experience. So I recommend to anyone who wants to try it, but... Yeah, did you, you lose any weight? I also know... I did, actually. Yeah? <laughs> I, I also know a fun fact about you. Uh-oh. You failed. You didn't make it all the way through February. Oh, yes. Um, for those oh, listening. The wedding? Well, the wedding, and, the wedding. And, uh, and the day before, um, a friend of ours from San Francisco came out of town. And then another friend of mine, uh, T-Dog, Trent, he was like, hey, we're going out. I'm like, sure. You, you fail. I sure. You fail. He didn't make, he made it. February was an extra day this year, and it cost you. It That's cost all right. You. It really cost you. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll live, but still, it's a good time. At any rate. Just don't, work, just don't drink Monday to Friday. Or Monday to Friday afternoon. So much Friday shit night. has happened. Yes, it has. Podcast. Trade yeah. deadline came and went. Toronto lost to a Zamboni driver. Oh, shit, that was funny. A uh, whole bunch of shit. Bobby Ryan came back from uh, uh, rehab. 100 days sober, and he not only got a hat trick, but he also fought Brian Tanev. Oh, no, sorry, Chris Tanev. My apologies. Chris Tanev. Um, Chris, yeah. He fought Chris. What else happened? Teams uh, are... Jumping up and down throughout the standings. Dry, Leon Dreisaitl hit 100 points, and he's up to like 104 now, Insane! I think. He's playing insane right now. He had a four-goal night yesterday. I, he's the weirdest player. Not really. No. I'll explain. Okay. You think Dreisaitl was the first thing that comes to mind? Awesomeness. I just want to... Tell me something that he does really, really well. He's a German. McDavid. What? What first thing comes to mind when you think of McDavid? Fast with the puck. Explosiveness. Yes. Ovechkin. First thing that comes Sniper. to Yeah. Uh, McKinnon. Power. Oh, if I was to go back to that, hey. if we're thinking that context. <laughs> What's, what comes to mind when you think Power forward. Power forward. Power first, forwards don't score 100 points very often. First, yeah. Uh, yeah. But he's a big body, though. He, but I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. Like, he does everything really well. He's as wide he's well-rounded. as well-rounded. Like, like, he's like his shoulders are like this. We've talked about him before. In this, in this case, where... He is a brick wall. He's like yeah, his his back is like a fucking box. He's like once he turns like around, he can't mm-hmm. see the puck. But he's faster than Yager, though. He is a bit. But he's not fast. Him. Like he's not like blistering speed. But he has enough speed to separate defenders. He, he always gets what. But what my big thing with Drysaddle is, in terms of just where he comes from and his his you know his country is into hockey, but not you know he's the best German player has ever been born. Oh, one hundred percent. And like obviously, like I know his dad actually was a professional hockey player mm. too. But his development, just how much of a leap in terms of skill, he's like Kopitar with Slovenia, right? Just you got yeah. this absolute, very similar bonafide, yeah, just superstars. Just, Kopitar's a little bigger, but very similar style 
of player. Like, yeah. Like they, they, their, their, their luck. They, they also check off a lot of boxes into what they can do, right? They can score, yeah. they can set people up. They can play, they, you know, they can keep people off. They can bounce players off them. Kill penalties. Yeah. Play both sides of the puck. Yeah. Wing, center. Yeah. He, he has, and he doesn't have like a big one-timer. He just has that little one that's that really that's a short one tee. He's heavy, mm-hmm. and he just get beats the goalie around the the the, the knee area. He always sneaks sneaks in the short side. He's a tactical shooter. Do you know what I mean? Like he he never he doesn't pound the puck like Ovechkin and go bar down. He just always gets it on net. And he who, squeaks it through goalies. Between the two, though, who has a more diverse skill set? Though you think diverse or dry saddle? There you go. Ovechkin is the greatest Ovechkin. goal scorer of all time. He is, and he, he can hit too. But I'd say in terms of skill sets, they introduced at the table. You'd obviously have to go to, to Drysdale. But is Drysdale top three player in the NHL? Well, since we're what's that? Is Drysdale top three player in the NHL? Sure, shit is right now. <laughs> all right, he's a top three scorer in the NHL. And I'm not like asking. I'd I say wouldn't is. say he's top three. Oh, really? So you as said, like, how much? How much weight does having the kind of season he has hold? Like where does it put him? Like, is it really changing anything for him? But he's always been a dominant player. But but that's what I'm saying. It's bringing him up. Is like, he top is three? His, McKinnon. This is his third straight year cracking 100 points. McKinnon, McDavid, Drysaddle. I'd say that. I'd say so. It's probably pretty fair. Kucherov's. I don't know. He's Kucherov is not. He's it, fucked off. Yeah, he has. He's back to just being ordinary. Ordinary great player. I think that was last year was kind of an off, like a kind of a, a bit of a one off. Like he'll put up good numbers. Like he's this not, might be dry settles one off. Like he just he just is he going to put up one hundred twenty points next year? He's a very easy player to admire. Like he's just he, I love dry settle. If I was Oilers fan, I'd get dry settle jersey. Yeah, he he's just rad to watch. He's very humble too. When you listen to him in interviews, he's I'd, just a very like I'd get a McDay settle. Just like can't do that. You can't do that. Yes, you, you can. Got, you're not. You're not like their mom. And you, you have, like, can't do that. Ryan and Drew Miller has her jersey <laughs> slipped down the heart trophy. Half. Yeah, he's high heart trophy. Heart trophy. Okay, damn sure he's in the running. Things can change, but it's between him and, Mc, him and McKinnon because McKinnon hasn't had his, his boys around all year. Oh, he's like, what happened to Austin Matthews? Why would he get? People were talking about him for the longest time oh, too. Oh, fuck that. Not he's for not, the not heart. No, hundred seven. Holy shit! I, I know. I, it's three points a night. He got like at least one tonight too. Yeah, yeah. And see, and he had an apple. Saw some Leafs fans on social media, and uh, somebody was saying, "Oh, you know, this is why Austin Matthews should be, you know, in the Leafs fans sway from every win and loss more so than any other team." One oh eight. One oh eight after tonight. Fuck sakes. So you're gonna say, but nobody can stop him. But that's that's you're talking about though in the running. I, I would actually pick him for the heart myself. Because McKinnon but. has he has like forty point lead on McCarr for second place in the Avs scoring. His biggest detriment is that he has also what a lot of people consider the most valuable player in the league, Connor McDavid, playing on the same team as him. Yeah, but even if he's not there though, they're not playing. But even when he wasn't there, when yeah, he was McDavid was gone, that's true. He was still but go also also but how valuable can you be when? There's also another heart candidate on the same team. It's hard to say. You're suggesting it's like a Crosby Malkin situation. Kinda, it kind of reduces your total value. It doesn't matter how well Drysdale does; he's always gonna be playing in the shadow of McDavid. Well, he's always under, he's always understudy. Always gonna be playing in my shadow. And they haven't been playing together. Drysdale will be playing a second line with Nuge and Yamamoto. That's not so a bad. Second, get, that's a pretty good second line. It's a second line, but he gets the second pairing. Yeah, because McKinnon. I think we talked about this on the last podcast. 
compared to the rest of his team, he's got like 30 points on second place. Right? Yep. But Ratnan's missed like half the year. Yeah, Ratnan's missed half the year. Linus Cog, he's not... He missed some time. He's, he he, he he's, can't carry it. He's not He's not a driver of all. No, he's not a driver. Um, but then you've got McDavid and... Cadre's missed time. Dreisaitl are one and two on the team in scoring. Or in the league in scoring. Yeah. So it's like, okay... Is he really guy the doing it truly on his own? Is he really the most valuable to his team? Because if they don't have him, they still have McDavid. Yeah, that's a tough one. How about um, Panarin? Yeah, he would probably get it if if Rangers were in more in the playoff race. They kind of they were there for a second. I mean, they are still technically they are only four points out. <clears throat> They've lost like four straight though. You know, so they were there for a second. But if Rangers did get in, they lost Kreider too, and they traded Shea, which apparently was a great move, but I didn't make any sense to me at the time. Uh, but they moved that. They had to move money out for the Kreider extension. Yeah. But if Rangers did get in, Panarin would have to be in the conversation. He's been very dominant. He would probably win it. Just uh, I'm amazed what like probably like he's not just putting. I don't know. I don't want to say probably because he's he's knocking off Drysaddle and and McKinnon. Tremere one two. Something would have to be. So here's the difference. McKinnon has 39 points on the second place score on their team. I like that. That's a, for me. That's the reason why Taylor Hall. Won, yeah, that right? for me. That's years back. heart. That's, yeah, that's you heart. are the MVP. You're doing it all on your own. You're yeah. carrying the team on your back. You have almost double the points of second place. By definition, I think that's what it means. Not being the leading scorer in the league. No. Taylor Hall got it because like a, he was in a similar situation yeah. like Brian Boyle was their second leading scorer or something yeah. like that. So. Like, that's why I hate that the leading scoring defenseman does automatically he gets handed the Norse. Which is really not I what hate that. defense is about. It's like Eric Carlson went, won it year and year and year. year. I think he has two, maybe two, two Norris. I remember, I remember your, uh, a year ago or two like when we first started doing this podcast, there was a, I think I asked that question because there was a magazine that said... Uh, uh, Eric Carlson, like, because that was coming off his two back-to-back Norris trophies. Was it back-to-back? He, or like, he had two. He had he had one, two, two and three years. The, two and three years. The point was, it was like, oh, best defenseman in the NHL, and it was like, even at that point, I wasn't really convinced. I, I hated it. Like, I really, I really wasn't convinced by that, even because like, like Subban's won Norris trophy, and look where he is now. But it's a crap shoot. Yeah, it's the Norris. Yeah, it's it's not my. They they really they really should have won it. He's he should have won it in his heyday. Yeah, but. He never actually... Well, Nabokov got screwed in the Vezina one year, so it's okay. They all get screwed. <laughs> they all get screwed in the end. So the most important topic I actually wanted to start off with before we digress in six different directions uh, is the wild card. So we're going to look at the East first. So um, regretfully, on the downspin for the Islanders, I'd say they're going down. Uh, Columbus, who occupies the other one, is an injury city right now. You haven't managed to knock off the old uh, Canucks the other day. Who? Columbus? Yeah. Yeah, that was a debacle. Say that least. was bad. They kind of <clears throat> owned that for 58 minutes, and then they just fell a fuck apart. Mm-hmm. Done it more than once this year. Yeah. But then on the other hand, like, so with the Isles. Isles are 2-6-2. Two, two, yeah. The last 10 games. Yeah. They, wow. They've really got to pick it up. Pajot's been doing wonders for you guys, eh? And Andy Green. <laughs> Andy Green, uh, yeah. They okay. Gave, okay. Think, All right. All right. Uh, you guys probably have checked this. Over-under on Detroit being minus 115. Uh, over, differential. over, over. Like, are like to end the season? No, what they are in that. I'm right looking now. at it right now. Okay. No, we can't. 
Anyways, for all the all the listeners, they're minus one twenty one. All right, boom. Okay, <laughs> to put you put that in perspective, the next worst team in that category is Ottawa in minus fifty. <laughs> <laughs> they are just getting blown out. They have one hundred and thirty six goals this year. It reminds me fifteen you. wins through sixty eight games. You should make a post if they're over under on 45 points this year. I, I should. Um, <laughs> by the way, if you have been following us on Instagram, I'd really appreciate it. We appreciate the follows and likes. They're 1 8 and 1. Oh my God. You guys really got a work cut out from them. They're bottoming out, though. They're literally doing as bad as they possibly can. Yeah, you can't get much worse. It could only go up, right? So, getting back to this wild card chase. Uh, the Atlantic Division right now Boston, Tampa, Toronto, they kind of look like they're set. Yeah, it's over. Florida is the only team in their division that's even close, and okay. I don't think they'll catch them. Florida is another team that's kind of bought. Well, we talk about Florida later, right? Yeah, we're going to talk okay. about that. They're, they're in our... Yeah. Okay. We'll talk okay. about later. So, Atlantic, top three looks like it's set. Mm-hmm. Metro, uh, 86, 83, 82. There's going to be some jostling between standings. Yeah. Who plays who? So, those, those teams... You know. There's a little bit of separation. Like, the Islanders and Columbus are fighting for the... And Carolina. And Carolina. And... And Rangers, sorry. Technically the Rangers. Four points. They're, they're wild card. Washington, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. They're jostling for the division. I was happy uh, when St. Louis beat Rangers. I was, I was smiling a little bit when I saw that, at least. I'm like, well... But it's not completely shitty. <laughs> I have to expect... Columbus is just going to have to drop out. Eventually, this... this like, the magic's going to run out. They've lost... Their top defenseman for the season. They've lost like their three leading top scorers for yeah, the season. They just, just um, run out. Carolina will probably jump into that last wild card spot. Them and the Isles will probably fight it out for those. And then uh, that's my prediction anyway for the wild cards. What are you guys thinking? Um, I pretty much agree. I think Toronto's getting in. Florida, we'll talk about them later. I just, I just think they, they're the, one of the biggest losers this, this season. Yeah. Um, Montreal, they're done. Obviously, Buffalo done. Um, Got to trade for Wayne Simmons. <laughs> I don't understand that. I didn't understand that. One. I was kind of they're confused. Only, the best funniest part is too. They're only two points better than the Devils. I know. <laughs> they made that trade, and but they also sold on the deadline to Pittsburgh at the same time. Mm. Yeah, they make any sense. Their 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 bottle doesn't know what the fuck to do with this team. <laughs> Couldn't does no answers. No answers anymore. Yeah. Um, I think Islanders will get in, uh, and then I think it's either Columbus or Carolina. But Carolina has their three points back, and they got three games in hand. Yeah, Columbus those games are only useful if you win. Columbus is done. So Columbus is gonna get is gonna be nice. Sorry, BJ fans. That's actually God love those BJs. They they're it's unfortunate because they have a good little team and they were streaking pretty good and the but they just been caught hard with the injury bug. They lost. Like everybody, everybody who's important to that franchise, yeah, pretty much is gone. Even Marzikins, yeah, yeah, he went down. Uh, uh, Corbisalo yeah. came back, but he's missed so much time; he's just not up to par. No, he's not. He's not up to code with his game yet. But uh, um, all right, moving on. But we're gonna shift it over to the West. So before we do that, though, can I just say one thing? All right, let's hear it. Boston, they're at ninety six. I don't know if that includes. They got another one tonight. I think it does. Over. So they look like they're going to run away with the Atlantic. Tampa, even after going on that 11-game win streak, is still nine points behind them. Mm-hmm. 
And then Toronto's sitting in the third, and like I said, it doesn't look like Florida's going to catch them, so that's going to be the top three in the Atlantic. Yep. Does Toronto stand any more chance against Tampa than they do against Boston? Yes. No. Yes? No. Okay, let's hear it. Why? Brad, why do they stand more of a why do they stand more of a chance? Uh, I think it's the psyche. More so than anything else. I think the psyche of Toronto, looking at that logo again for the third time in the last, what, five years? Six years? I want to say fourth time. Four, it's the fourth time. So it, yeah, it would be the fourth time. You're right. Yeah. It's been three times previous. I think it's in their heads. They don't have Gardner anymore. So that's addition or, or, by subtraction. Or Kadri. Uh, or Kadri. Well, he wouldn't play in the series anyways. He fucking kept getting suspended. He <laughs> was not a factor. But I think Tampa... has Tampa doesn't have Stamkos. They could have him back by then, though. No, I don't think so. It's not looking pretty for the first round. It's second round, probably. Maybe, like... Yeah, second round. Late, like if it goes to like game six, game seven in the first round, maybe. And if he does, if he does play that, he's not hundred percent. He's not even close to be hundred percent if he plays then. He had the same operation that Crosby had back in November, right? Kind of, sorta. It was, I think it was like his core. I think that was hernia, so it's kind of the same area. Same, same idea. Same idea. So but, why? So that's yeah. That's I, I just think it's a psyche. You go ahead, Kurt. Kurt, why do you why do you think it doesn't make a difference if they're playing Tampa? Okay. I think they'll still lose. Okay. But that's my reason. If they did win, I think that's be a reason why it's a psyche. I think I still don't think stand a chance. Okay. But like I'm already like for me like if if you were to like I'm already gonna do one of my my signature ten dollar bets, as you may have seen if you follow us on social media. Slap bets. No, not quite. I'm not. This isn't grade. This isn't grade eight. <laughs> um, but. But if it was, you would do one. I would. Yeah. Uh, yes. If we're back in grade eight. Sure. <laughs> Take a time machine, but no, I'm still pretty inclined. Would have won. I would have won, but it doesn't matter. It's not the point. Beat the shit of Fulcher. People, <laughs> people, I, I can do that. Any, I, that I just wanted to hit you. <laughs> no, it's okay. I can, I can, I get, I get all summer drag on him about it and get, be like, get to your point, man. Let's um, go. Oh, I, I oh, now it. we're, oh, now we're in a hurry. Anyway, um, what I will say in terms of if I was to do another ten dollar bet, I would say I'd probably take Tampa Bay on the basis that I know that their goaltending is still. I would say still quite a few notches stronger with Vasilevsky. I know with the likes of Victor Hedman at the helm in terms of their overall decor, I think they're going to have a much easier time shutting down Toronto's forwards than in vice versa situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The question was, does Tampa have... A, no, does Toronto have a better chance against Tampa than they would against They have Boston? a better chance, but they're still not winning. Yeah. Like... I guess now they do, okay for thing in that context. Yes, I think they do because then obviously now they're missing Stamkos. Okay, but if you're none saying, of us, none of us think in that theoretical situation that Toronto would actually win mm-hmm. in a seven game series. But trying to be as unbiased as possible because Toronto is built for sprints, not marathons. So here's here's what I find most interesting about that potential series is that both of these teams have long re- recent long histories of being playoff fuck ups. Somebody's got to win. Somebody's gonna win the first round. Tampa Bay is a new Washington Capitals. They both choked out and lost in the first round last year, right? Because mm-hmm. Toronto had a lead in the series. They won, at least Toronto won three games. But not that many people were giving them that much confidence, though. Anyways, because they're playing Boston, so even if they had the lead, no, I think... it was kind of like a hilarity thing, like the comedic value. Ah, no. Toronto's made, gonna be Boston again. It made it even better when they had the lead and they choked it off. Right? Like okay, like, again, motherfucker, again. <laughs> like the. Even to play against, but I can always imagine. I can just see it now. Like I'm trying so hard not to be biased, but I can just I can see it already. As soon as Toronto beats, if they say beat Tampa Bay, 
what are they going to say? Oh, we're going to the. Oh, we're 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 getting the cup. Oh, this this is the year. And then, well, who, then do you, who do you think they're playing in the second and round? And then they play the bees. They have to play Boston. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're gonna just... So it's like, oh, well, like, oh shit. Yeah. You know, I want to ask a, a Leafs fan: Do you want to play Boston? Like straight up, yeah. Do you want to like if if you go, if you want to beat the man? If you, you if you want to beat nope. the man, you yeah. got to beat the I man. Was say you say it right. <laughs> and do you really want to just like sneak be, sneak around them, or do you want to fucking if you want to win? Go right through them. No, but the, the, the thing is, like at the end of the day, the playoffs are the crucible when it comes to who's the best. Well, so you can't. There's no. There's no shortcuts or, or secret routes you can take. This isn't. You know. Yeah. I, I, you are know. you the Leafs? Like you, if you want, you know, you don't want to beat. If you want to beat them, you want to beat them. You don't want to beat the guys. You don't want to win by you know sneaking around the team that's haunted you for all these years. You don't want. You want to exercise the demons. You don't want to Canucks slay versus, the dragon. Canucks versus uh, exactly. Chicago or or Pittsburgh being beat by the Islanders. Whatever. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to beat Tampa and then have like Carolina knock Boston out and play Carolina in the second round. Yeah. Oh. Although that would they, maybe they bring David Ayers in and that would be a. It would be hilarious. Hilarity would ensue. Yeah. But like still, <laughs> that would still be holding. Like yeah, you won. You won a round or two, but you still can't beat Boston. I would really. Yeah. Enjoy you know it. what I mean? That would still be haunting them. Yeah, because the next year when they go in the playoffs again and they have to face Bergeron, Marshall. Boston's gonna still be there. I really, I would love to see a Isles versus Toronto playoff series. That'd be so much fun. There's a lot of teams I'd like to see Toronto play, but just for, there's just only for one the round every playoff. Yeah, only for the coverage. So. Yeah, I would, I would love that. It'd be so, so much fun. It'd be, it'd be, Anyways, yeah, moving on to the, the West. Carolina one would be a good story too, because it would be like you guys got fucking dummied. With and that. Gardner, and Gardner, Gardner, who's shit in Carolina. So many storylines. Yeah, love it. Anyway, Western Conference. Yeah, so I've actually a little etch here. So we got. Obviously, the the Pacific is really tight in that sense. It's the uh, Central is pretty locked down, but some teams have got going up and teams going down. So we're going to start with Vancouver. Brad, thoughts? Uh, I hope Markstrom comes back sooner rather than later. Noted. Uh, how they about can't, uh, they can't? They can't get a, a save above nine hundred right now. <laughs> it's really rough. Like I know they give up a lot of chances and they're a horrible defense team, mm-hmm. and they have breakdowns. I really don't know why they're so fucking bad. Defensively, it's coaching maybe. I don't know if it's personnel because they have decent, you know, a decent blue line. You made a comment today in our, our chat about uh, button. Uh, what was it? You said button hooking in the defensive zone. That's 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 a Duke's reference. Oh yeah, shit. If you've Sorry. ever played with Duke, Sorry, Roldo. Talk. <laughs> well, I've heard that one a few times. No, but Edler. Um... Ed, no, you're thinking you're you're thinking about the drop pass. Oh, there you go. Sorry. The, Edler blows me away some days. He's actually a fantastic penalty killer. Okay. A fantastic penalty killer. Well, five on five. He, I, don't, I don't... He hasn't been... He's not uh, relied on to put up points anymore. He doesn't play power play. No, I'm, I'm just talking about five on five just in general. Five I think five he's play. a pretty good defenseman. I think he's a bad rap. He makes some... My biggest problem for him in years was that he would always get the, hit the shot blocker's shin pads. He never got a shot through. But he's not paid anymore to mm-hmm. put up points. That's Hughes' job. My big thing for him is uh, he always takes the odd penalty here and there, or he gets two, two in one night. That's Myers. Myers, Myers makes some bonehead plays. Myers, but he tries. Like he's he's rougher than I thought he was. But you know, Roussel takes bad penalties. He took a bad one the other I'm day. Like, why the fuck is your stick anywhere near his skates? But I would say I got them penciled in at the down spiral. And then obviously you got Domingue and Demko. Thoughts? Okay. A, 
Domingue is playing like an NHL goalie. He's just playing the way he is, the way he always has been. Mm-hmm. Just being average, good, giant hard save percentage, 3.0 goals against average. Demko, he has the hardest job out of anybody in this in Vancouver right now because he has the weight of this entire team on his back. And he's probably hearing it and he's feeling it. Mm-hmm. So he's he's feeling serious pressure. I'm not sure how old he is, 24, 25. No, he's the same age as me. Oh, no, Demko, sorry? Demko. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking Marsham because I wanted uh, to say. He, uh, I feel for him, but at the same time, it's like, dude, just... You gotta, you gotta. Hopefully, coming home, might center him a little bit because that was an ugly road trip for him. Every game he played, and he let a bad goal in, mm. bad goal or two. And I just hope home, bring home helps him solidify. Because if it keeps running, it's not good for him. It's not good for the team. Tyler, any thoughts on dearest Vancouver? Well, it just goes to show what goaltending can do for you. I was listening to TSN ten forty on the drive in to my work yesterday. Mm-hmm. They had Steve Alcat on, clear side analytics. Yeah, we've right? uh, we've yeah, we've all heard that before. And uh, he he mentioned with his goalie analytics that Marston has stolen an equivalent of eight games for the Canucks this year. I can think of two off the top of my head that he's just stolen. Fifteen to sixteen game, fifteen to sixteen points. So if you take those points away, if we just have Demko playing, whatever nine fifteen save percentage, not season, even. Take those fifteen sixteen points off. They're down with like San Jose and Anaheim near the bottom of the league. I can remember that game against the Kings where the Kings surprisingly completely outplayed the Knucks and it was like getting up to the shots in like the fifties. It was the two games, the one against Chicago, the forty nine save shutout when the Suns City night. Yeah. That one and the one against Carolina when the one won nothing in overtime. And he had like another one where he had fifty something. No, that was against the Kings. The Kings, like yeah, he, yeah. They got that was earlier in the year. It was at the Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. It was San Jose, was it? San Jose was yeah. There was that one. No, but there there was one against the Kings like last month or at least I think in January. I I I, I vaguely remember the game. So I don't remember specifically, but I know the Kings peppered him one night. He's yeah. had at least three or four games where he's had like forty nine plus shots. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So to be to be Vancouver's goalie is and his numbers really aren't that great. Like, like what, do you do? what do you do though? Basic, his, his basic, basic numbers they're not that fantastic. That's because of the quality of chances that Vancouver gets. Yeah, they, they, if Vancouver wins. They win five three or six to two. Like they win, they score, they win big, yeah. or they lose and they lose big. Yeah, biggest issues with the Canucks right now. Uh, they rely too much on their power play, and. The closer you get to playoffs, the less power plays you get. Like, yep. how many did they get yesterday? Two, maybe? They went two for two, I think. Mm-hmm. Two for two. Then yeah. two for two. We're off, the, were... we're off the draw they scored. Yeah. Uh, they rely on their power play, and... Second biggest issue right now is, due to Marshall being out, they're overreacting to plays. They have no confidence in their goalies. They can yeah. say to the media all they want, oh, yeah, we have... 100% confidence in our goaltending. Bullshit you do. Yeah. Actions speak louder than words. Those extra try- those extra plays they're trying to make in the defensive zone are it's opening up other passing lanes. lanes and, and, and gaps. Yeah. Deflecting off of shin pads and stuff. And Yeah. It's, it's Right now I just hope the homestand can help settle them in. Big game tomorrow against Phoenix. Arizona. Arizona. Huge game. If Arizona wins. They're tied. Vancouver wow. wins. They're up by four. Yeah. If I, yeah, if I'm just weighing my brief thoughts about with Vancouver, just uh, watching that game, uh, it was very, very tough to, to, to watch. 
And it's a clear cut example of how much they really do rely on Markstrom when it comes down to it. He is there, like he, to, like for him to play as Vancouver starter is a much taller order. It, it, it he 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 does have a tall order, and he doesn't. Like enough, occur, like the goals that were let in, like they were okay goals, but they were stoppable pucks. That five hole goal was heartbreaking. The three three one, I'm like, if that's NHL goalie, he's stopping that. I think yeah. Uh, Imano Imano five hole goal. Five hole goals are always ugly in that level. No no screen, no nothing. Just a shot from the point or a shot from. And the it was Wierenski, but it was a one timer, but it was a play he should have had his feet set on. And like he didn't. that's just any, that's just NHL goaltender. He was an NHL goalie. NHL goalies let those goals in. So it's, it's, it's what it is. Yeah, new team. So I mean, for, I think for the Canucks' interests, they should hope that. Demko and Domingue can kind of adjust Hopeful. to, especially, yeah. Their season, they have probably still have two more weeks of this shit, so. So we got the peg. Ugh, the peg. That sounds, oh, that sounds terrible. So I've got. Two the, more weeks of Demko and D- D- oh, so I've got. <laughs> we're going to change. going to be bad. We're going to change it up to the peg, uh, Winnipeg, and I've got them listed as even, so they're I don't have them down or up. They won got, tonight, but they're spiraling. Yeah, big two points today. They're running out of games. We'll got them back into a wild card temporarily. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure this win Minnesota got tonight might have bumped them. No, there's still one on them. No, they got one point on them still. Oh, okay. We're going to talk about win. I wasn't sure if that was updated. But we'll, Minnesota's got two games in hand, though. We'll talk about Mini in a sec. But. Yeah, and Nashville. They're both. And Arizona. But what's your thoughts on the Fucking. peg? What's your thoughts on the peg, though? Let's stay with that, though. My on. thoughts? Yeah. The, uh, so Liney's they're being pretty coy about that whole thing. He's playing today. He played? Yeah. Oh, he played. Never mind. They were saying like he's, he was waiting for the swelling to go down. I thought it was like a Shea Weber thing. Yeah, no. He, he was in the lineup tonight. He played regular shifts. So. Uh, Winnipeg, I'm, I'm just I'm starting to not believe. Yeah. <laughs> they, They've done pretty well for what the, what's happened, how would happen in the offseason. They still haven't bought out their injury list. Bufflin. Is, they never got it done. He's still suspended. He's, like, he, he doesn't count against the cap, so. No, but they still never figured it out. Yeah, I think they're gonna try to trade him in the off season. Trade him? What do you mean trade him? Or buy it? Or, or trade him? The contract. God, why does it mean trade him? I don't know. There seems to be some belief somewhere along the lines that uh, Florida was supposed to be. And what the fuck are you talking about, Florida? Yeah. Did you hear about that? Why does Florida want to trade for that cap hit? I don't know. They're also trying to get rid of ten million dollars. I know. Huh? I wonder if they're signing for ten million dollars in the off season. We'll get to that later. <laughs> so, what, any thoughts? Anything you want to talk about with the peg? Uh, they're running out of games. Vancouver themselves with three games. I on. think they're leading the league in games played. 68, I think so. I don't think anybody 69. And, uh, nobody else even has 60. Oh, Montreal's got 60. But, um, and Detroit. <laughs> You'll think uh, of Detroit. They're running, they're like, oh, can we play 82 already, for Christ's sakes? This yeah. season's not over. <laughs> uh, Winnipeg's so, in a tough spot. They're running out of games, and there are three teams, two of which are, are nipping at their ankles in the central. Divisional rivals. All right, we're going to skip on over to Smashville. Brad? Um, we'll talk about them more later, but they're in tough. And we said, off air, we said, I asked Kurt, is this the off season that Nashville looks themselves in the mirror, more specifically the owner, and he thinks, yeah, he looks at the, the, he looks over to Poyle and he says, maybe it's time for us to go our separate ways. Like, is it time? It's a long time. They, 20 they, years. They don't know any better. Because this season has gone fucking sideways. It's been, it's been going on a, st- a steady decline since they went to the cup final. 2016? I mean, they made the, you, you'd think they've made the right moves. 
but they're not getting the results I think they were expecting. They tried to buy. They tried to buy their way to a championship. Yeah. It doesn't work in the NHL. No, it does not. They went. They kept. They were spending, spending, spending on Johansson, Duchesne, now now Roman Yossi, Kyle Turris, just dishing out dough. Duchesne, I think I heard the other day he's twelfth on the team in scoring. Yeah. Twelfth. Yeah. He uh, question. That's is it. Roman Yossi still leading their team in scoring? I'm 100% certain he is. That's very reminiscent of Shea Weber that one year when he led the team in scoring. That's just pathetic. How much money are they spending on their forwards? And a lot. Any They're spending a lot in their top six. Yossi's got 18 points on the second leading score. Oh, the defenseman. I mean, it's great for him, but it has, like, what the fuck are you guys doing up front? <laughs> well, Roman Yossi's a... He's a stud, but he has a lot of... He has a, he has a good enough supporting cast around him that, that people should be ahead of him. They have Johansson at 8, Duchesne at 8, Forsberg at 6, Turris at 6. Like, they have a lot of money tied up in that forward core. And Dur- Dush- Turris has been considered a top 6 forward. 43 points for Philip Forsberg is not what I would be expecting from him. I love Philip Forsberg. Benino's 5th on the team in scoring. Like Duchesne is just technically tied for well he's yeah I guess he's tied tied for fifth yeah yeah with Rigel Duchesne is a forty we'll have to ask uh, Mitch when we see him again yeah. <laughs> the fuck's wrong with your favorite team That's what, yeah um anyways moving on Kurt all right well actually now, no no I have I do have one comment to make about Smashville though because me and Cass were talking about it um it's the end of the Pekka Rene reign yes that's exactly what we're talking about she was she was saying she was saying what's wrong with your old your old man there. He's 37 and he can't pull his pull anymore. I'm like, I don't think so. He's got one more year. He's got one more year, and I, I love Pecorino. I really do. Like, I can't emphasize enough how much I love the dude, but he's just really not. He just doesn't have it anymore. It yeah. seems like. And on top of all that, they have 72 mil already tied up in next year. Yeah. So I mean, 10 mil maybe to spend. I don't know about UC Saros either, though. Truth be told, they got they, they're in a tough spot. They're in a San Jose esque area, mm-hmm. except they have their own first round draft pick. Yeah, but Pekka, I'm very sad to see him crash and burn. But he's burning. He he's burning bad. I'm Nashville, so. I don't think he's making the playoffs. <clears throat> no, it'll be it'd be a real blessing, and, and if they do, it's gonna be a short stay. And what the crazy part about it is that they were they had like five games in hand on everybody at one point they didn't do anything with them they've now caught up and yeah they're they're not doing they anything. lost to Edmonton and they lost to 8-3 bingo yeah they got and they lost to Minnesota tonight that's two games he's pissed away four points they gave up two, one to a divisional rival and another to a conference rival right mm-hmm. let's talk about the Wild since we're on them since I got them penciled in is up nobody uh, cares and uh, nobody I cares mean, across the league. People should probably start caring because they're fucking killing it lately. Fiala is coming out of <laughs> fucking nowhere. He got shot out of a cannon. Seems like he scores every night now. Alex Stalock's <laughs> their MVP in net out of nowhere. I like that post. Uh, thank you for all the support for that one. Like, uh, Doobie's been sort of taking a sidestep, and Stalock's just shutting her down. He's not a big goalie either, but he's gonna he's working. But they're always sneaky good, though. Isn't that the classic? They're Minnesota? not sneaky good. Sneaky good is Carolina. Minnesota's mediocre. But they I always but they find them as mediocre. But they were making the playoffs for years, even with that quote unquote. Yeah, but they always lose in the first round. Well, that's true. But. Which My, it's interesting that they were heavily considering considering selling off players. Well, they did. Zucker. Right, they moved Zucker. Which I think I think more or less it was just kind of like 
and did that free up it's a top done. six spot. It's over. Like yeah, that 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 kind of reminds me of who was it recently? Uh, fuck, I'm drawing a blank. Keep talking. I'm gonna think about uh, it. Who, somebody recently, like within the past four or five years, was like a similar situation where they were like almost traded multiple times. Yeah. And they... God. This is going to kill me. It's probably going to kill you. Yeah. It's going to eat me. Uh, uh, yeah. Go for it. Uh, yeah. Minnesota, they're sneaky good. Um, I don't think they're... I think they're probably going to run out of gas. I still think... I think... Prob- if It's hard to say, but Vancouver, Winnipeg, I think are still going to be making that wild card. Calgary, I don't even know if Calgary's going to fucking make it. Vancouver has two games in on them. But... Yeah, it's, they're not looking good. My, my hot take Tuesday prediction, though. Arizona, will, to me, is missing the playoffs. I, I will say is, uh, I'm going to say Minnesota is going to make the eighth seed. Well, they have games in hand on Winnipeg. I just looked at their schedule recently, and the way that they're playing, Do I think play it's... Do they play Winnipeg? Uh, they play them once. Ooh, my, my, my well, rivalry whenever, I always whenever, whenever that'll be, that'll be a big game. Like I said, I... Uh, it's late March, so... Yeah, it'll be coming down to crunch time, probably. My, my, my hot take the is... Final uh, five games. I'm going to say that Minnesota sneaks in. The team that made no moves at the deadline. I don't have any belief in Calgary, if we're being honest. I don't either. But... <sighs> I just... They've been puttering along all season long. They're the only team in a playoff spot right now that has a negative goal differential. Minus five. Yeah. And they've got one point on Vancouver and... Like, you know what? Yeah. Canucks have two games in hand on them. Okay, like, Kurt. Th- those four are the only ones that stand a chance. I'm saying Arizona's done, even though yeah. they're before, two points back. Before you got here, me and uh, Brad that were saying that if Calgary was... To, if the playoffs started today, that, that classic <laughs> scenario, and they played Vegas, Vegas would dismantle them like... Probably wipe the floor with them. Yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be much of a contest. You know, it's, fu- it's funny how we think that Arizona's done, but if they win tomorrow night, they're tied with Vancouver with 74 points. <laughs> Actually, that's who we're talking it's about. It's funny next. how it but, swings. But with three games in hand. They do have three games. Well, they'll have two. Like, they'll both play. Well, they play each other, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's but, a huge game. But if I have the Yodis right now... In a, but but if, if Vancouver wins, they're up by four, and still have two games in hand. Yeah, like the... Arizona has a lot more to lose than Vancouver does. I've had them kind of listed pencil down as a, as a bit of a downspin, even though they won the one recently. But I don't really know if they can really pull it off or if they got the like, legs to do it. Who, Arizona? Yeah. They were really, really hot. They yeah. just lost their mojo. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Okay. Uh, if you want to talk about this. One. Oh, we're going to talk about losers. All right. Trade deadline? Or? My three biggest lit. My, uh, my three the teams? Yeah. Okay, start it off, Kurt. So we got Florida. Florida. Why do they want to trade Chocheck, you ask? It's because the owner said, shed some money. So, he traded a second line center because they overpaid for a shitty goalie. Yep. And that shitty goalie, I am going to pull up his stats, but he can't stop, stop a damn beach ball. And I was never a big fan of Bobrovsky. I never his Vesnas to me were just kind of empty, because uh, he never really got it done past that. Well, he's also playing. He's a, he's thirty one. Huh? He's thirty one. Well, the, the terms and the money is baffling. Ten, 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 ten. Um, but also keep in mind though too, during his tenure with Columbus, he was playing on an extremely defensive team that we've seen that 
on their A game can make guys like yeah. Merzlikens or Cor- Corposalo or even I can't remember the third gentleman's name for life of me another Latvian. Yeah. Um, in 2016-17, he had 2.06 and a 9.31 save percentage. Yeah. Okay. Now, he has a 3.3, 3.23 goals against average and 900 save percentage. He hasn't posted a 900 save percentage in the, in the NHL. I don't... Like, Danny Bact was last year in Philadelphia that's in 2012. Yeah, so that's a long time ago. Okay. And... Florida doesn't know what the fuck they'll do with there. That's because somebody, yeah. they're like, what do we do? Like, you can't buy him out. You're stuck with him. And... He's 31. He's 31. You have Hoffman that's going to be a $6.5 million player. I'm getting a dad enough, $6 million, five and a half, you know? And... You gotta decide. You keep keep just keep plugging away at this, or what? Do you you just gotta plug away at it. We have no choice. Yeah, but I'm trying to remember what Matt said. Uh, it's they, such a debacle in Florida. What's your thoughts there, Croggy? Yeah, like when we were doing the trade line preview, and we were talking about how Trojak's name was out there, I went off on it on the last pod. Didn't make any fucking sense to me. The return they got for him was, was a eh. seller's return. It was in. It was. They got a rental in Hala. Yeah, they got a rental in Hala. Walmart. He'll be decent. In the bottom but six in the guy. future, right now he's not doing anything for you. And then they got two prospects. So you went in competing for a playoff spot, and you came out as a seller at the trade deadline. Yeah. I'm making them a loser for, for myself as well. Massive loser. Okay, next. We're gonna leap over to upstate New York and Buffalo. Buffalo, probably the biggest loser of the last 10 years. I've made the playoffs since 2011. Mm-hmm. That whole season. They don't know what the fuck to do. They don't. They thought, okay, we spent big with Leno and all we had before, and Erhoff and all those guys that blew up on their face. They're still paying them. Yeah. Okay, then we'll take a step back. Let's rebuild. Let's blow it up. All right, great. Draft Jack Eichel in 2015. Awesome. Building block. D- Darlene in 2018. Sam Reinhardt's not too bad of a player. He's a okay player. He's okay. But they, they have some good core players, but at the end of the day... Eichel, Darlene. Great. Those are our cornerstones. Okay. We just got to fill around them. Let's get, Mar- Marcos, let's get Marcos Johansson. Let's bring in Carter Hutton. Let's bring in uh, yeah. Miller. Let's bring in... Uh, Russell Linen's not too shabby. Pozo. What? You know, uh, a proposal though I will say though. How was that 2016 summer that burned everybody? He well, he he was uh, playing off the effects of playing with John Tavares. And let's bring in Jeff Skinner. Yes, uh, what's he at right now? 14 goals and nine assists, 23 points in 55 games, minus 17. Is that a nine million dollar cap? It? Nine million dollar cap. It. <sighs> That's 500k more than Leon Drysaitel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they got Ristolainen. Like, they got Jake McCabe. I like Jake McCabe. Brandon Montour. And they just can't put it together. Goaltending. Something is wrong in the water in Buffalo. Goaltending hasn't been horrible, but it hasn't been, like, outstanding either in Carter Hutton or Lowell. For their sake, they can wipe the slate clean in the offseason. They only have $47 million, uh tied up for next year, so they can really 
rig jig this and wipe it clean and bring in all the new guys and just breathe just get rid of all the toxic you know players and start over that's what I, that's the only thing i would do to hate about folk it's all like it's all you can do you can't come back they got rid of uh, the same Evan, the same roster. You got to mix it up at least fifty percent of it. You got to change it. They got rid of Evan, Evan Rodriguez, who was demanding a trade for the longest time. Who now plays in Pittsburgh? Great. He's in Pittsburgh now. Yeah, it was him and Sherry for Cahoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, they were another team that bought if, and sold on the yeah, same. How day. many t- teams? How many players have uh, at, requested a trade out of Buffalo in the last little while? Hmm. Yeah, Ryan O'Reilly, Bogosian, Ryan O'Reilly. I don't think his was official though. I think he just. Who? Proclaimed that he didn't have fun playing hockey anymore. O'Reilly, I don't think he ever asked for a trade. No, he did. Maybe he did at one point. Uh, I can't remember. I, I still love him. I'm more. sure there's more players. We just haven't heard about him yet. Um, another loser. I'm gonna say this one might be a hot take. I'll see what you guys have to say. Tampa. Go ahead. Bring in Blake Coleman and Barkley Goudreau. All right. All right. So why did they give up a first? They round went pick? rich man. Two first round picks. They went rich why? man shopping. Like, why? Why did they do that? Like so rich man here's, shopping. Here's, you get a first round pick. You get a first round pick. Here's I'll my, take your third line winger. I'll take your third line winger. Here's my biggest issue. You're uh, picking up third slash fourth liners on a good team who are playing top six roles on bad teams right now. Yeah. So you're paying a hefty price to pick up a top six winger. And you're going to bring them to your team, and they're going to sit on your fourth line and just hit people, basically. And penalty kill. And that's what you're going to get out of those two. I like the grit factor that those two bring, because Tampa's generally a pretty soft team. They're trying to solve a Maroon and Bogosian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... Uh, Put some sandpaper in. I like Bogosian. I didn't like giving up two first-round picks plus prospects for... It doesn't make any sense. To, like... like I understand. I understand the price certainty aspect where you bring in two guys on cheap contracts. They couldn't care less year. how much it costs them. Like as long as we get the player. Was yeah. was Barkley Goudreau really worth a first round pick though? They got a third round in return. They did get a third rounder, so that's still, but like. But Tampa is like fuck it, take it. We'll take. I mean, but I want to be like, how the fuck does Doug Wilson? Even ask for a first round pick for Barkley. He usually like, he usually bends people over in trades. But like, how does he? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, how do you like? Hey, we want a first round for Barkley. I'm how, sure a lot of teams want a Barkley Goudreau. No, no, we'll send you a third rounder straight up. He's like, well, guess what? We don't have our first round pick, and we're one of the worst teams in the league this year. We need. I one. want a first round pick. Yeah, that's where it starts for Barkley Goudreau, and you get him for another year at nine hundred thousand. I understand that, but. Just the only saving grace they have, Tampa has, is um, I forget who was saying it. Elliot Friedman maybe mentioned it. They are going to have to move some players this offseason. Yeah, with, with bigger contracts who have a lot of value. So these first round picks they're giving up right now, they're going to be able to recruit a lot of that okay. this offseason, trading away some of their other players that they can't afford anymore. So. Like a Tampa Tyler Bay, Johnson. Yeah. Tampa Bay has $50 million of their $80 million cap hit tied up in forwards. Yeah. It's all up front. So I think, like you said, I think a guy like Palat, Danny Gord, probably. Two of... Killorn's got to go, too. Killorn, sure. Palat, Gord, or Johnson. Two of those guys probably got to go. At least one. 
Um, but yeah, continue. Um, any more particular teams that you would consider quote unquote losers? Nashville, we talked point. about them earlier a yeah, little bit. I think like they have so much. This is one of those one of those off seasons where you gotta look yourself in the mirror. Does Poyle gotta go? Do we need new a new a new opinion? Because they can't really blow it up. They got so much fucking money tied up in their core right now. All right, so. But they're losers. My next brief topic, I don't want to go too deep into this because it's pretty minute in a lot of ways, but I thought it was kind of a funny thought. Um, so, as you know, Michael Hutchinson, he's a pretty popular guy right now on social media. Um, he came from Toronto, and when he was in Toronto, he was uh, 4-9-1. That was his record. Not very good, and normally not too people would think too much about it, but you know, does Toronto really have that much of a factor playing in certain Canadian markets really hammer you that, down that badly? We want to about winners. Will we not talk about winners? Ah, uh, you know, actually, that. sorry. We'll, uh, we'll we get back to that. We'll, no, we'll, we'll talk to about Hutchinson, though. Yeah. Well, I'll talk briefly about Hutchinson. Like, I, 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 I'm, sure. I don't want to dabble too much into it, but Hutchinson. Like, okay, Toronto. He's playing a better team. That's the thing. System. Just like how Demko and Deming right now are struggling in Vancouver behind terrible defense. No offense. Don't, I don't, I'm not playing, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's the same situation in Toronto. I would say Anderson is one of the best goalies in the league. Because he has to deal with that shit team in front of him. Don Cherry, you think? Yeah. Who so, cares? Have you listened to his podcast? I mean, you, you I've listened to a couple of I can't... It's still derivative and like off-topic, and you can't... Well, here's the thing is, he releases like two of them a week, and they're about half an hour long each. So yeah. it's, it's just... Overload. It's overkill. I can't do it. Mm. Like, Bobby Orr. Oh, Bobby Orr. Bobby like, Orr. Like five minutes. The long goal. Five yes, minutes Scott. per per Saturday. Mm-hmm. I can deal with it. Mm-hmm. An hour per week. I. It, it's literally every story. Really, literally, haven't heard a peep about his podcast from. Well, he's not really saying anything. He's just he's like an old man just telling stories. Yeah, it's nice in that aspect. But every story he's telling is about fighting. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, that that fight. I remember that fight. Red. Oh, and then that fight. Yeah. Butch, butch, butch. Red. Back in nineteen sixty nine, came up from the old Providence team. Yeah. And he came up here, and he got a fight. You know, he got a fight, knocked his chicklets out. You know, just like. At this point, Old I, school hockey I could show. so care less about what he has to say about him. Anyway, sorry, we way off topic. Hutchinson. Tell your story about Hutchinson. <laughs> no, it's just more what is I was he, thinking is he about. Is you? <laughs> no, it's cool to see him get a, get a win back in, the, back in the win department. Well, you know, like I said, we are just talking about how shitty Vancouver's defense is. But it, it makes me kind of wonder, like... As a as a backup goalie in Toronto, like in most situations, even with his record that he had, no one would care if he was four uh, four nine and one. Any other any other team, no no absolutely no no one would care. But just because he plays in Toronto, he is literally eaten alive. Poor guy. Oh. Those of you, we uh, just in oh, a live update that uh, Toronto's losing four two to the San Jose Sharks. Halfway through the third period, backup Jack Campbell's in net. Yeah, it's, uh, doesn't matter who's in net. They they're in they're in tough. So there you go. Again, kind of kind of settled my point a little bit. It's like I mean, Hutchinson is not an amazing goalie by any means. He didn't do that great. He did okay. He did good in Winnipeg. He did bleh. 
in Florida, but apparently it doesn't matter who's there. You're going to get lit up either way. He goes to Toronto. He gets just basically chased out of town with pitchforks and torches. He goes to Colorado and gets his first dub. I'm sure he's enjoying life right now, quietly speaking. But sometimes it really does showcase how hard it is to play in the Canadian market or just a very a, a team with a very large fan base, most only being Toronto since they are a lot of players don't want to play in Canada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That just kind of, we were talking about that. Like, so how hard just, is it? Just where they're wired. You mentioned something about uh, the Canadians earlier. Yeah. Why don't you elaborate on that point? When's the last time the Canadians drew in a big name free agent? Montreal? Yeah. Kovalchuk? No. <laughs> no. Aho signed with them this offseason. Okay. That was a lot of money. They, they showed him the money. Yeah. They opened the briefcase. I mean, I would have paid him that much. And then, and if that if the Canucks wanted Aho, would you pay him 8.4? Yep. Yeah, exactly. I, no, they showed him the money, but they showed him front. a reasonable amount of money. 20 million up front. But I'm asking, I'm telling, I'm asking, is like, the problem that Montreal is having is why they've been so mediocre... Then Price, a good defenseman, and mediocre everywhere else. Like after Weber, it's Petrie, thank God, and then it's yeah. Sherratt, who's probably a good number five, four or five guy and a good team. Not playing top four, top top pair of minutes, but I know what you're getting at. Like they've been going, they went hard after Duchesne this past offseason. Yeah, that didn't work Tavares. out. Tavares, Tavares, they wanted that didn't work out. They've been looking for a first line center for quite a while. They were not. Were they were after Carlson there for a second there, and like, what the fuck yeah. is that, Carlson? No, they wanted Eric Carlson. They like were, they have such a hard problem attracting players to sign there because it's so fucking nuts. The players want nothing to do with it. They it's like it's just like you <laughs> us you hear things about your friends who who work environments, and it totally turns you off about the prospects of working there. Yeah, you know, and I I don't want to deal with my my uh, wife's like uh, getting heckled at the grocery store. You know, I don't want to put my fuck that. I'm gonna live in fucking Florida. Yeah, I get paid more, and I and I can play hockey, and I can go outside, and it's shiny, and it's bright, and it's sunny, and it's I can have a tan and. I can have a life outside the rink. Players, Tro- Matthews can't walk down the street in Toronto. He's no. a prisoner there. Yeah, as soon as the season's over, he goes straight back to Arizona. Were you guys listening to that Chicklets? Last week, I think it was on, on Thursday? No, I saw it. And it see it. I he basically said he never goes out. He just orders in and brings a chef in. and like he like he Outside of going to hockey, he almost never leaves his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Which, so. on... One level, he probably fucking hates it. And the other level, he probably likes the quiet time. Probably. It's, it, that's his fortress. Yeah. And but There's, there's two but, ways of looking at that. But that will get old for him. And I'd like to see how long he can last living in that, like, outside those walls. He's a fucking marked man. <laughs> for no reason! He's their best player. He's their best player, and it's like he leaves, he gets scrutinized. Oh, Matthews was walking with a limp down the sidewalk. Oh my god, it's a big, it's a big deal. Yeah, you know, no man, I just stubbed my toe, my uh, <laughs> chair. It's from fine. <laughs> All right, so since Croggy brought it up, let's talk about the winners. Okay. I. <clears throat> Who's winning the Stanley Cup? Go. Stanley Cup. 
know. Okay. <laughs> All right, Kurt, go. <laughs> Vegas. Okay. Kagi, go. I'd have to say probably Boston. I know, it's a cut to easy answer, though. That's what I said. It's what, hard. Is that your final verdict? It's hard. It's hard to pick a team. All three teams in the Central right now are killers. Uh, Vegas and Edmonton are starting to look like, especially after the trade deadline, both of them made huge acquisitions. I'm naming them both trade deadline winners. Maybe not Stanley Cup winners, but trade deadline winners. Mm-hmm. To get to dump Malcolm Subban and get an upgrade in Leonard is huge. Carolina, I think he's winner, but it hasn't up, worked out for them yet. Picking up Martinez and yes. Laner, huge. Laner, fun fact, clear side analytics, uh, Steve Dalkett. Uh, he's had a number, he's, number he's got two a chicken goalie. strip tattoo on the side of his neck. The number two goalie in the Very NHL nice. this year behind Markstrom. So the Swedes are ruling the goalies, and uh, it's not even Lundqvist this time. And then Edmonton obviously picking up two speedsters in uh, Athensiu and Tyler Ennis. Guys can keep up with McDavid. Two good pickups. I think Adam and McDavid is enjoying playing with him. And then... Oh, actually, side note. Frequently injured Mike Green. Sorry. Yeah. What do you do with Cassian now? Because I don't like Cassian. So I'm kind of grinning a little bit when I see this. Is a horrible. Per- I'm a horrible person, but where do you put him now? Do you keep him up there at the top No, line? you don't touch it. Fuck no? Him. Exactly. I said I wouldn't put him back there. You He's already got his extension, and who cares where he plays now? Yeah, he'll he'll make his way back up there. And it's just not a first line winger. No, neither of them are. So they'll make it. They'll make his way up there. But for right now, you don't. If something's you're hot, that, wait, if something's hot, saying, you don't fucking touch you, it. You're both saying that you consider Zach Cassian a top line winger. Neither no. neither Ennis or Athanasio have picked up any points in the last like three games, mm. including that eight. Okay, Ennis got an apple in that eight. Yesterday. It's tough a, though because but them but them playing in that top line though right off the draw you're, you're playing against some pretty tough competition even playing with McDavid. It doesn't matter. They're, and they're both. If you have that much speed coming at you. It's gonna open up shit. That's why I that's why I, I like to watch a game and see how much speed is. FNCU is like top five skaters in the NHL. Speed, yeah. David's in his own tier. They 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 pointed out uh, earlier this year. FNCU that they're Larkin, Barzell like they're all in kind of that tier two. But it'd be fun to see them play together. Yeah. Ehlers, too. Huh? Ehlers. Ehlers is up there. He has, he has short little spurts, like short little strides. He likes to wind it up behind the net. He yeah. likes to do the big loop. And, and he gets the crowd going and everything. With, it doesn't work in the playoffs. With but... the puck, he's up there with McDavid. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of guys that can skate fast without the puck, but with the puck, he's up there. Michael, that's like Michael Grabner-esque, without the puck. Grabner can. Grabner has stone hands though. If he just he has does. some hands, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does. I, I still like him. But he's yeah. up there. But I don't think he can skate like he used to. But he is up there. Uh, um, but yeah, with Vegas, I was really happy with the uh, the goaltending depth they managed to pick up with that. They finally picked up their socks. I think they're. Everybody thought that eventually they're gonna you know wake up and take the the uh, division lead. It just puts way less reliance on Flurry to come up big. Who's getting older? He is. I met someone, uh, I was talking to somebody who had been to Vegas recently, and they met him three times. And all three times, he asked for an autograph. Do you think he got it? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> like three, different, three, three separate occasions? Three separate occasions in Vegas, and one time in Vancouver. No, sorry, twice here. Twice in Vegas, one time in Vancouver. Three different, <laughs> three different situations that he did not get an autograph after asking him. I wonder what he's about to say. Uh, one of them was just, oh, I have to go. Like, he was, like, talking to some person for, like, 10 minutes, and then he's like, hey, man, you know, can you kindly just sign this for me? And then he goes, oh, no, I got to go, and then just took mm. off. 
So he, uh, yeah, he's a pretty diehard Vegas fan too. So he's just like, oh, fuck not, that guy. did not like, yeah, he does not like flurry. He's made that clear. He's like, I like it. everybody else. I got an autograph. No problem. But just that, just that flurry. He will not do it. That's funny. Yeah. Anyway, not to digress. Um, yeah. Uh, I've, I like the elements that Vegas brings come going to the playoffs. They, they usually play like a playoff team. No okay. nonsense. Let, let, sorry, let's sorry. let's change the let's change the question. Pick one team to come out of the East and one team to come out of the West. Oh, that's to be too easy. Still taking Boston out of the East. I, I was gonna say I'll take Boston. West. Uh, I'm going how, Colorado. Colorado. I was gonna say how does a how does a rematch of last year's Stanley Finals sound with St. Louis? Not too logical. I don't think I don't think the I think they'll be so. It's tough. That's tough for both teams to go back up to the The biggest mountain. issue for any team in the Central is that you're in the Central with... You're going to have to play two other Central teams. Well, Colorado's had to go through Dallas. Colorado's going to have to play Dallas and then probably St. Louis. St. Louis is going to have to play, like, Winnipeg or Minnesota and then have to play Dallas or Colorado. That's just your first two rounds. Boston? But, the reason why Edmonton, I like... Bon- Edmonton might only have to play Calgary in the first round. Or Vancouver. <laughs> or Vancouver. So you know if if Vancouver gets healthy and you get in a marathon with and you and in a playoff series you can just all right uh you know Pearson you gotta play in the play in the back seat you know the the pocket of Drysaddle or whatever or Roussel like you're just on him you can fo- you can do that in a seven game series just bang him crash him hack him I don't care if you take a penalty take a big chunk out of him. It doesn't always yeah, work. 50-50? though. Fifty fifty? No, no, it does. You take, you take. They tried to do it with, with McKinnon with Calgary, and they couldn't stop. Okay, him. McKinnon's a different animal. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, it, uh, it's not that easy. Dry settle, you can catch him. He's not as shifty as McDavid. So I'm, not, I'm saying, when a series, you can grind guys. Yes, you can. You can't do that when you play them once every once in a while. I mean, I, I still have a mix. Uh, you know, I'll, so if 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 Vancouver and Edmonton go head to head and both teams are healthy, I'd say it's a fifty fifty split. If Edmonton plays Calgary, Edmonton's winning that game in five. Serious. If Vancouver plays Calgary, I'd probably give a nod to Vancouver. But Edmonton and Vancouver, that's a fun series. Because I just think that Vancouver has the depth, but Edmonton has the high-end skill. And Vancouver is young and experienced, and Edmonton is thin and high-end. And I just I just love it. That's series I'm hoping for is Edmonton and Vancouver. I think it would It'd be a lot of fun. It would be fun. I, uh, yeah. But yeah, I have Colorado and Boston. That's my teams coming out of the both conferences. So you got the Avs. Write that down. I am, as we speak. And laminate it. <laughs> I'll sign it for you. Well, who's, your, <laughs> who's your final verdict on that on uh, the, from the West? Because mine is still Vegas, obviously. Yeah. Vegas and who? Boston. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's too easy. Vegas and Boston. Because Boston, Boston plays Columbus. Or New York, the Islanders. I really hope it's not New York. If they and then they play the winner of Tampa Bay, Toronto. Tampa Bay and Boston second round. That's a Eastern Conference. It should be Eastern Conference final. That'd be a lot of fun. Phillies really turned it on, though. I don't think. No, I don't. don't. But they one of them. Him. Them are. By now, the way playoffs for today, either them or Pittsburgh are getting knocked out. The first I game. would take Philly They're playing that, each other in that series personally. That's always fun. Oh, Philly and Pittsburgh. Those are the best to watch. So many classic memories from the back in the days when they had like 
14 goals a game. Like in 2000. What was it? Like 2013? No, 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 no. It's sooner than that. No, no, it was James Neal was on the team. No, I'm talking about. No, there was that series they played where Couturier was literally okay, well, yeah. like limping his way to try to score goals. Yeah, that's when he went like beast mode. Two years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah remember that? Like, like uh, that was the year that Pittsburgh got knocked. That was when Washington got won the playoffs, 2018. Yeah. yeah. And Gensel and Crosby just dismantled fly, the Flyers, and they were like still top five in scoring at the end of the playoffs. Yeah. Because they were just dead, like 16 points in the one round or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was absolutely nuts. Yeah, Boston, I just think you really... Yeah, they're just such a dominant team. And they just they play playoff hockey, if you will. There's no shootouts. So there's no shootouts. So. And they're getting through the first round. Second what? round, if they run into Tampa, that's a tough one. Do you think St. Louis can do it again? Because they, they brought the oh, element... Let Paratango back. They didn't really add. Did they add anything? Last point, they brought in Scandella. Justin, Justin Folk. No, I mean... Like, the, the, oh, the, the deadline. deadline, no. Not they didn't do anything, right? No, I don't think so. So they didn't really. Think it was, uh, yeah, Scandal. I think was their move. The other, other big moves happened last year. That that's when the real transa- transitions went down. Um. Anyways, I also like nobody's really mentioned it, but I think Dallas stands just as good of a chance as Colorado or St. Louis making it to the finals. I don't. Okay. No, I don't. On you know, paper, so, no. on paper, yes, but. There's like something, a mental block in Dallas. Like, why are you not better? You know what I mean? I know what you're getting at. Like, are you, you have so much skill on paper. Why are you still fumbling along? Three minutes ago, San Jose up 4 2. Call it. Vegas beat the Devils 3 0. God oh, damn it. What a surprise. What do you mean? <laughs> my own selfish, selfish reasons. Whatever, they're, they're gone. The division's lead's already gone. I'm, I'm, my team's fighting for a fucking wild card right now. This means that Vegas now t- topples up Edmonton for that top spot. Or are they tied still? I don't know. They both won, so that's kind of a stalemate still. They're, they're uh, yeah, I so say they're, um, their numbers are the exact same too. Um, <laughs> anyways, you were saying? Is that what you were saying? Are we moving on? Dallas. He was saying Dallas, and he just you're saying why they keep flip flopping. <sighs> well, Dallas and Colorado first round, as it sounds right now. Yeah, would be a lot of fun. That's the same issue with the other two. Dallas can grind. Like, they're all gonna have to. Yeah, Dallas can grind. They've got all three of those teams have really strong defense cores. Yeah. At forward, I'd say Colorado's got the most firepower, but they all hurt. They're all hurt. But they're all injured, yeah. So, so like it's like I don't know. One one thing that St. Louis brought to the table last season, but McKin- but they had the best player that out of those teams. That That's one thing you can't dispute. They had the best player. But well, was a was St. Louis's depth scoring was coming up huge, and B they were the second biggest team to go into the playoffs. So yeah. they beat so they beat you down. Yes, but it is impossible to catch Magic in a bottle twice. If they can bring the same elements they brought last year, though. Long way up, man. I could see. That I wouldn't. I definitely would never not rule them out. Um, they they haven't changed too much in terms of the actual roster itself, which no, it's safe team, which is good. That's what you want. Plus Falk. Plus Falk. Yeah, he's a strong little defender. I, I can't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule them out at all. But I don't rule them out. But I'm just. I'm it's not, it's tall. It's hard as as re, repeat champion too, because you don't have much time to recover. 
Right? No. You've played you've played the most hockey uh, in the last calendar year. Yeah. And it all just depends on health. It's entirely about health. Look at like look at James Neal for example. Like he went to back to back Stanley Cup finals. He had really no time to recover Five, at least. Two. And then eventually nice. he's kinda nice. come back now. Nice. He's not amazing, but he's been much, much better. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just get burnt out when you play too much hockey. Yeah. Ask ask Ronald McNeil. <laughs> and Connor Hoy. Connor Hoy. Anyway, so he's still <laughs> playing though. I nobody hit him seriously. Yeah. No. But yeah, shut up, Connor. You're still gonna yeah. play. You're gonna play. <laughs> Connor? Yeah. yeah. He was like, I don't want to play anymore, he guys. He was also mentioning how he wasn't interested in hockey anymore. And we were like, yeah, right. Shut up. No, Connor. Anyways, Connor, Connor Kurt. loves the game too much to just not play hockey. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. What's your next topic? Uh, oh, actually, believe it or not, we've, we've covered just about everything. Anything in particular you gentlemen want to talk about or address? I'm really looking forward to the rest of the way is because there is some, some years it's different than others. This year it is wide open, especially in the, the East is kind of set, but in the West, there's 11 teams fighting for eight spots. So one of Minnesota, Nashville, Arizona, Winnipeg, Vancouver, Calgary is going to miss it. The wildcard race is going to be fantastic. Tight. Do you, fantastic. Do you still like the playoff format? Or I, you hate, don't like I it? don't like it. No. Even though last year it was filled just full of surprises? No. no I, I like one for eight. It's, like, it's just no no bias. Nobody gets an advantage. Because yeah. a lot of teams... You get an advantage doing this this way. Because teams in the one, two, three have lower point totals than the team in the wild card. Vegas right now is licking their chops at the uh, potential Stanley Cup finals that they could be going to this year. Just based off of having two easy rounds... To start off. Yeah, the Pacific teams are like like all of them like they're like except Calgary they didn't really do much. Everybody, well, yeah, they picked up the like, demon, but they're like we could win a round. Like they're all thinking that they're all thinking they're all thinking the same thing. We could be in the Stanley Cup Finals. We could be in the Final Four at least. Yeah, like we could win a round, maybe two. Why the fuck not? Go for it. We're saying, we're Don't saying sit around and wait. Don't sit and wait. If you got a chance to make the playoffs, make the playoffs. Winnipeg peaked for a year, maybe two. It was almost like a year. They only they were in it, and then they they're back down rebuilding. Here's don't a, sit and wait. Is if you're going, don't have to like sell the farm, but just always get in. If while you're on that trajectory, here's a thinker for you though. Couldn't you've argued though because of this format and the way that that everything broke down last season? Couldn't you think that? Won't you think that Boston actually kind of had a bit of an easier trip to the finals? They did because Tampa got knocked out. They did, and so if it's a lot stiffer competition this round, I don't supposed know. If they, to be. Supposed to be theoretically, we you know. Okay, Friedman had this very really good point. Is the reason that this format gets so much hate in it because it hasn't worked to its full potential? Because we haven't seen Toronto, Montreal, we haven't seen Battle of Alberta. We have like that was reason why. They had this so to, to squeeze everybody together and make these rivalries. Mm-hmm. They haven't really worked. They force-fed Pittsburgh-Washington. We've seen Philly and Pittsburgh a few times. The Central, nothing is really blown out out of the Central between St. Louis, Minnesota, Winnipeg, Dallas. They, they've played all each other in the last five years. Nothing's really happened. You know what I mean? Like, nothing's really... Got headlines. No super rivalries. No, but you, you, you still no. got uh, no. You got the heated uh, rivalry between Vegas and San Jose. 
Which is now... I don't think th- I'm talking central. No, but I mean, like, this, at least that's one rival we've got to see yes. grow. But what I'm saying is, like, what we haven't gotten, that, which is why it was brought in. It's that that's why it hasn't really worked. I thought it was a very good point. Like, yeah. it hasn't really worked because we haven't seen the matchups we all want. Florida, Tampa Bay. I was going to say, too... Um, the Battle of New York. If, if, like, if we stuck to the old formation... How much would you love to see Rangers go against the Islanders in 2-3? No, well, actually, that, that was my point, though, because if it was the old format last year, who have Long Island played instead? Toronto. Yeah. Oh, who would have... Everyone would have tuned in to watch that one. Oh, yeah. Everyone. Even even all the small, minute fans of uh, Long Island. That would have been better than those would have been sellouts. Everybody knowing Toronto was going to lose to Boston right from the off the get go, <laughs> but it would have been a lot of fun, like just to see that, to see John Tavares in another uniform at Nassau at Fort Nevelous, go up against his old club, and just to see the heat that would come off it because it would have just oh, it would have just been everything a hockey fan could ask for but in the rivalry. Thank you for bringing up the Islanders. I got a few things I want to talk to you about. All right, oh, <laughs> uh, first of all, I want your take on them moving to Nassau permanently next year. And for the playoffs this year. Oh, I plan on making a uh, pilgrimage uh, to Nassau next year. So I want to get my opportunity to, to get into there because I've only been at Barclays, and Barclays is, for lack of a better word, uh, interesting to go to for venue for hockey. And what was the other one? The other one I was going to say is I noticed that they sent Josh Hosang down to a different team's farm team. I think it was St. Louis's farm team. Mm-hmm. What are, you, what, are you, what are you thinking on that one? He's likely getting tired of his attitude. Yeah. Don't wear 66, man. They never, Why the hell would you wear 66? They never managed to find a suitor for him either. They were trying to trade him most of the season, right? So. Yeah, they did. Everyone was giving me a fourth-round pick. He's a lot of fun to watch in person. I've seen him play... Yeah, he's a fun... He's a... He's a skilled player but he has serious baggage he's just got his attitude that just really works against him and then you can only hope that something maybe he'll grow but no he'll play the race card eventually <laughs> he's got two two on his side i, I like I, I i would take a flyer on jose yeah i would take but do i want to pay a second round pick on him yeah he's got a lot of skill and he likes it he he's he looks like when he stick handles through the zone the way he carries a puck it looks like he's got it on a string but well, that's you know do you have any other follow-ups with that there, dear Crog Boss? No, I thought I had one more. Does the honors retire John Tavares' number? Yeah. No, I don't number think 91 so. Got retired. <laughs> I think they I think they do. You think they do? When it's all said and done, it'll take some time. But from 1990, not 1990s, mid-80s, has there been a better player to Don Honors Tracy? No, but I wonder if... Uh, I it's wonder. a long time to be the best player. Yeah, he he was very dominant. Nineties Islanders were, uh, Yashin. No, that's two thousand still. He was still in the center. Early early two thousand early two thousands. I remember that. Oh, team. I remember that. Yeah, who was that? I remember that, that team well. Jason Blake, Ryan Smith. Mm-hmm. That were, was oh uh, seven when we, yeah, we brought those guys a in. Random team there. The Gar Snow in his first year on the job, he just grabbed those last man acquisitions to play Buffalo in the first round to get beaten five. Ricky Pietro shows up, wins one game, and then they get knocked out the next one, and that was that was a wrap. I remember that very well. Wade Dupwitz with the shootout win to get us into the first to guess to sneak past Philly for the playoff spot. Good memories. But I was on the island at a tournament. Long time watched, ago. Long time ago, 07, 017, I was in Victoria watching it on TV and I was like <laughs> I was so I was so disgruntled, but it's it's good. There was uh Yeah. 
I'm glad you got Islanders in mind. Technically, technically they retired Tavares' number. They just put a different name on the. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> that's right. Mr. Yeah. Goring. So we're, whatever you want to say, the number is already up there. So, yeah. <laughs> who's a playoff matchup you really want to see right now? Like, okay, I was. Gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna double that one. If you could pick any two teams out of any conference and slap them in the Stanley Cup final, what would it be? Let's do a rematch of Boston and St. Louis. Okay. Kagi? <laughs> two, two, like, any teams in the playoff picture or not? Oh. Anybody. Do they have to be in different conferences? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes it less fun. Um... I want to see Winnipeg sweep Toronto in the finals in four games. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I want I want Vancouver and Toronto. I want city versus city, the cross, the bows. I want that one. But at the same time, I don't want Toronto to win any games in the playoffs or even so the they, playoffs. They're already at twelve. So. Okay, a playoff matchup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was within, about to say these are really these are really hot takeish <laughs> within conference playoff okay, matchup. That's I'd better. Like to see this year. There you go. That's better. Battle of Alberta. Battle, that, that that's thinking that one too. That's got to be number one. That's if you're one if that's your, not your number one, you're fucking wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm almost. I'm wondering about like it'll, it'll be a very heated series. I'm just wondering if the qual what the quality of the hockey will, will I don't look like. Shit. It'll it's be... the heat. My favorite series. For you long... weren't there, but our apex when they had the goalie fight. It'll be Tilly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The world stopped. Everybody ran to the computer. There's like a there's like a game of corners going on. Everybody stopped. Corners, all around corners the, stopped mid throw. That never so happens. Ran over to watch. The People game. puke and they still play. Like, nothing stops <laughs> the game of corners except a goalie fight. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the be- It was this, it was amazing. We were all we were all just ho- ho- hollering and screaming and yelling and. My favorite series last. Oh, well, here's one for you. Okay, before I, I give you an answer, what was your favorite series last year to watch? Like, which one was the one that you were glued to that you just like were like? Anything that Colorado played. Okay, Tyler. My favorite series last year. Yeah. I liked uh, was it Dallas and San Jose, San Louis, the Louis, West yeah. final, semifinal. I think it was the second round. Take around because they play sounds. One set game seven overtime, right? And uh, Maroon scored in overtime. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. he did. St. Louis. That was actually a good series. One St. Louis, St. Louis resident scored another St. Louis resident. Bishop and Bishop and Maroon. That was a really good series. I thought Dallas was going to take it. I honestly did. Remember the, the Bishop was standing on his fucking. Rupee hints his yeah. coming out party. You guys wheels, man. And uh, Slendell won the gold medal in, in diving. Yeah, yeah, yes, he did. did. Who could forget about that? My favorite, like I, well, biasly you'd assume that it was Pittsburgh versus the Islanders because the Islanders, like I liked just shutting up a lot of naysayers. You've said that about six times tonight. But, <laughs> but you know it's old news, right? My favorite one, my favorite series though to watch. Like I absolutely just like studied and was like glued to. I, I could care less what happened in the East for whatever reason. I don't know why I didn't. I just didn't really watch. No, the series that I I was like. Any second I got, I was trying to watch or watch highlights. If I missed it, it was St. Louis versus San Jose. There was just so much firepower, and it was very unpredictable in the sense that, like, even when with Eric Carlson hurt, he was still putting up numbers. It was messed up. He went, he went like just that third gear. Or he he just dug deep, 
that power play they're dead now they're they're that dead is. now it's gone that, that that's one thing that actually annoys me is you didn't, didn't bring them up in our biggest losers they are the biggest losers. they're their biggest losers even before the season started when they when they made all those contracts they were the biggest losers when they signed eric carlson to that money they their goaltending is just dismal lost pubs they they lost yeah they lost they lost uh, Mar- they finally got rid of marlo they got a trade they probably should not have made Pavelski's probably happy but obviously he saw obviously he saw something with that team that he knew he saw a little bit, but same time, he, he couldn't offer him anything. No, they couldn't. He, but two, he, 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 he would have resigned if they offered him a contract. He, they they just chose to go with Carlson, and it turned out to be the biggest fucking mistake. But he's given them like he he's given them so much. For, like, he's thirty five now, Pavelski. Yeah, he's he, kind of he gave him everything he could, and he just I think that was the, that was it. They like, weren't willing to meet his demands. He wanted a three year contract, and he's thirty five at the time of signing. He got a who he got a tell who did he fight today? Oh, he fought um, Krejci the other day. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah, that was actually pretty good. Um, but I want to change my. Sorry, are you done? Well, like um, yeah, just. Everything went wrong with San Jose. Like, just I don't know. I don't know. What Doug Wilson was thinking like, you happy? Don't ha- trade your first round. Happy lottery protection. Happy is he? Is he happy? He didn't sign LeBlanc to that money. I think oh. LeBlanc is like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> no, LeBlanc's like, why didn't I? I should have cashed in last year. But they didn't give him the money. They didn't, they, give, him, they didn't give it to him. But they, yeah, he, he did him a solid. Yeah, like because I mean, he's not having a better year than he did have last year. No, that's Doug yeah. Wilson must be going kind of like, like no. yeah, good yeah. thing he didn't. But anyway, go uh, ahead, Croggy. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm changing my my dream Stanley Cup final. It's two Canadian teams, any two. We just need a Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup because it hasn't happened since Brian nah. was born. Nah. Yeah, I guess you youngins didn't get seat. Well, not that I really saw it, but yeah, you don't remember Montreal winning. No, I don't. Yeah. No, I do not. I don't when. I don't remember when Grishky's LA Kings. We've had versus... a couple Cup final. Calgary 04... Ottawa was seven and most, most of the Canadian teams made the finals at one point. Montreal went, to the, Montreal went to the semis uh, I wanna say three times. East final. It was a weird streak. It was the East Final twice. Do you remember do you remember that though? It's the Rangers and Philly. Philly. Like yeah. the flame the flames went to the finals, and then shortly after that it was it was Flames lockout and then it was Edmonton, Ottawa. Yeah. A couple years off, Vancouver. Yeah. So it was weird how a Canadian team had always shown up there, though. Montreal went to two East finals. semifinals in between those years, and Winnipeg went to the West. The West final. Winnipeg went to the West final a couple years ago. Calgary hasn't helped. Uh, they got knocked out first round. Edmonton, Edmonton yeah. went to the second round. Is that every team? Oh no, Toronto. Calgary. Calgary made it to the second round. They beat Vancouver. Ottawa went to the. 2017's final. Toronto's the only team that hasn't made any noise. They're in, not doing it. They're not. They're not. They're not pulling their weight in uh, at least yeah 17 years since since the they have won a playoff series since early 2000s. Yeah, I want to say they went to like the East Finals, but that was pre salary cap when they had like a hundred million dollar. Matt said that was when they, no, that's when they played uh, Jersey. Uh, and they played Jer- Jersey, didn't they? When they had like Lindros and yeah, might have been might have been when they played Jersey. Yeah, I remember one year they they they, they take play it's against like 03? Jersey. Yeah, oh two maybe oh two or oh three. Yeah, oh three is when Jersey won the cup. So, yeah, so they would have played them in the East final that year. Yeah, and that was their best chance. And then they, anyways, if that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But uh, yeah, anything else you want to talk about? No, I think that's about it. Um, I can just say that this these next uh, little strip here. 
games is going to be pretty exciting to watch. Looking forward to it. Hot take Tuesday, though. Prediction is still that Minnesota takes that eighth seed. And that Vancouver doesn't make the playoffs. Anyway, thank you for listening. <laughs> joking. I'm just joking. I actually wouldn't be surprised. Based on that episode of play or last stream. <laughs> Hashtag believe in Demko. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Thank you for listening. And make sure to like, subscribe. Also, make sure to follow us on Spotify or iTunes. And keep checking on Instagram for daily posts. Thank you for the support. Have a good one. See you later.